0: hello good morning good evening or good afternoon to you i hate that <laughs> um, why not thanks for tuning <laughs> you just
1: said it out of order thanks for tuning in you want me to redo it no i like it the way it is okay well, thanks for tuning in um to our season finale of season one of watch responsibly so today we are discussing <laughs> <laughs> hold on so for our final episode, we are discussing Inglorious Bastards. We are on episode 8, and we're excited to be here to wrap up our season 1 of Watch Responsibly, in which we discuss World War II films. Um, we'll go ahead and just get right into the synopsis. I'll pull it up. Can I read the
0: synopsis this time? Yeah. <sighs> we'll have
1: a guest
0: <laughs> synopsis reader. Hi, thanks for having me. My name is Alyssa Lachlan. You can do I, whatever you want. Oh, wow. Yeah, thanks for joining us. I'm Marie Lennon. Oh, I'm Alyssa Lachlan, also the guest. Also the guest <laughs> synopsis reader. This was written by Brian McInnes. The movie or the book? Nope. <laughs> the IMDb <laughs> synopsis. synopsis. Thank you to Brian McInnes for this wonderful synopsis. Thank Short, you. sweet, and to the point. Thanks. In Nazi Ox. <laughs> I want to go home. It. <laughs> In Nazi-occupied France during World War II, a plan to assassinate Nazi leaders by a group of Jewish U.S. soldiers coincides with the theater owner's vengeful plans for the same. Nice. Dun, dun. Yeah. It was a crescendo. <laughs> thank you. You're welcome. Um. A couple key characters in *Inglorious Bastards. Um. Thank you. You're welcome. Um. I actually have a huge list because the cast in this movie is insane. You can go ahead and say whatever. So I'm going to highlight the people that I think are super important. Um, so, will you look up the character, the actors for me? hmm Just for a couple of these. So, for sure, Lieutenant Aldo Rain is the leader of The Bastards, was played by Brad Pitt, the Bear Jew, uh, Donny Donowitz, was played by Eli Roth, Fun fact, right off the bat, um, the short film within the movie, uh, the short film was called Nation's Pride, uh-huh. um, that was directed by Eli Roth as well. Yeah, mm-hmm. cool. Um, Christoph Waltz plays Hans Landa. Landa. Um, Melanie Laurent played um, Madame Mimieu, also known as Shoshana Dreyfus. Diane Kruger, I believe that she was, um... She was Bridget von Hammersmark. There we go. She was Bridget von Hammersmark. Hugo Stiglitz was played by who? Uh,
1: Till Schweiger.
0: Gotcha. And last but not least, Frederick Zoller. Who was he played by? Daniel Bruhl. Love him. He's a really good actor. Yeah, he's in that movie about drag racing, where the guy gets, like, lit on fire. Yes, he's in a lot of movies. Yeah. It's a really good movie, by the way. Mm -hmm. Whatever that movie is. Sure. They get lit on fire. Um, So yep, Mike Myers was also a guest in this movie. um, Along with several other fun friends. Um, This movie is divided up into five chapters. The chapters are named as Red. Chapter 1 was Once Upon a Time in Nazi-Occupied France, which was actually supposed to be the name of the film. Um, oh. it was directed by Quentin Tarantino, and Quentin Tarantino wanted the title to be Once Upon a Time in Nazi-Occupied France.
1: That's funny because this new movie is Once Upon a Time in Hollywood.
0: Yep. Gotcha. Yes. Um, chapter two was "Inglorious Bastards. Chapter three, A German Night in Paris. Chapter four, Operation Kino. Um, and chapter five, Revenge of the Giant Face.
1: Amazing. Thank you for all your research that... You did?
0: I'm just absolutely obsessed with this movie. Yeah. I've been obsessed with it since my sophomore year of high school. Um, so, yep, this is just a passion of mine. Well, that makes sense. <laughs> the movie Inglourious Masters. Yeah.
1: Well, I mean, there's a lot of really good, interesting filmmaking techniques in this entire film. And it's
0: a Quentin Tarantino film, so it's just a breed of its own.
1: It, it is. It's interesting... How that man is, like, on a pedestal. So it will be interesting to analyze one of his older movies.
0: hmm This movie, by the way, came out in 2009.
1: Yeah. So, like, ten years ago. You're right. Yeah. Which is interesting, because mm-hmm. he, he doesn't... He didn't make movies that often up until recently. Right. He started cranking them out. Yeah. The last couple of years. But didn't he say he only wanted to make, like, ten movies? I don't know. I'm pretty sure he said... Something? Or something like that. He, like, limited himself. Um, don't quote us, because this is just from word of mouth through...
0: This is us honestly making things up. No, I, I haven't... <laughs> I'm just kidding. Maybe <laughs> if the person that told me made it up. Ooh. does you're guilty by a made-up association. There's no harm, no foul. They'll get you in a criminal Freedom
1: court. Freedom of the
0: speech! You said press. <laughs> <laughs> I think that the very first thing... That I want to talk about is the milk scene, as my mother and I call it.
1: Yeah, the um, opening
0: scene. The what? The opening yes.
1: like, chapter.
0: I remember watching this with my mom. We we rented it. Yeah. Um, I was a sophomore in high school. The year was 2010. Mm. And um, we put it in, and my mom was like, you'll love this movie. It's by Quentin Tarantino. Um, we had, ne- neither of us had ever seen it before, and we watched it after the milk scene was over, and he was like, au revoir, Shoshana! Uh-huh. We paused it, and we took a 30-minute break. <laughs> oh, really? Yes. My mom and I looked at each other, and we were like, oh my god. And we literally just, like, talked about it. We, like, yeah. just went into it. We're like, what the heck kind of movie is this? What are we good? Right. Um, it's so good, though. hmm It's so good. And so I was watching it with my girlfriend, and she had never seen it, so I was like, hee-hee-hee. <laughs> and so she's kind of texting and stuff during this part, and I'm like, I don't think you get what's happening. I need you to pay attention. <laughs> yeah. And like she some kept, movies you can do that, but... Right, this one. But advice. you don't know, you know. Yeah. Um... So she, things started happening and she started um, kind of guessing out loud, like, oh, he's going to light the house on fire. She said that at one point when he got out of his pipe. Um, or at first she was like, that guy is that family that they're looking for. And yeah. I was like, I don't know. Right, of course. And then she goes, no, he's hiding them. Because then it panned down and showed them. Uh-huh. Um, and then...
1: Which, that's a really powerful scene. Yes, that that whole thing from... Yes, and that's
0: in my notes for cinematography. Mm -hmm. Um, So, just the whole scene, she's, like, calling out things, and I'm like, I don't know, I don't know. And by the end of it, she was like, well, that was unexpected. (laughs) And I'm like, are you just terrified of this guy now? Because at that point, it just establishes this kernel... um, Landis as just, er, sorry, Colonel Landa as just this awful human Mm -hmm. who just through his monologues and through the script, through the cinematography, the lack of music until all of a sudden it's like screaming at you. Yeah, I've written that down. It was just such a powerful scene in film history. It's a very powerful scene. Uh It definitely sticks out. Yeah. It's definitely an attention grabber.
1: And it's interesting for me, um, I'm just gonna push right into music. Go for it. Um, because that's the only music note I have for that scene. There is a lot of good parts of music. Um, but I felt like the fact that that, in that first scene, that choice to have the increasing incessant noise, and then mm-hmm. push it into, like, a chorus, but like a terrifying, yeah. like, chorus of singers, and as the girl is running away. Yeah was like
0: it reminded me terrifying. of like an Italian like Requiem almost. Yeah. It was so scary and so loud. Literally. Yeah. And I was just like
1: nervous. Yes. And you're just nervous the whole time. You right? are, you're like
0: holding your breath.
1: Yeah. And, and I find it interesting, I guess Shoshana runs away and gets out. But like he still tries he still pulls his gun out to kill her, mm-hmm. but then like doesn't? It's very
0: clear that she's so far away. Yeah. And then his reaction, he's like, Oh ha
1: ha
0: ha Yeah. <laughs> he is, he's like, Oh revoir This is like a game to him, which I find so weird. Yep. It was. It was very much like a game. Yeah.
1: Um, um
0: Adding on, piggybacking off of that. Yeah. The note that I made for music, my favorite thing about any Quentin Tarantino film, now I'm just saying this as like a a caveat, yeah. I overall don't really like Quentin Tarantino movies. Yeah. I definitely don't go to the movies or rent a movie because I'm like, oh, it's a Quentin Tarantino movie. Me either. It doesn't bother me. No. Um, I think he's pretty overrated.
1: I go based off of uh, subject matter.
0: Yeah. Um... Some of his movies, like, I love Django Unchained. Great film. Kill Bill was not great. Yeah. You know, things like that. Mm -hmm. One thing I love in every single Quentin Tarantino movie Mm -hmm. is his music. Mm -hmm. And my mom kind of, she, again, was the one who introduced me to Quentin Tarantino. Um, That was really the one big thing that she said was, like, his director's trademark was that his music... Hardly, it doesn't match the scene or the time period that they're in. Oh, yeah, it doesn't. Yeah, no, not at all. No. And that's such a director's trademark for him, and I love that. I love when music does not match the scene, but it still enhances it. It's such a compliment. Um, Mm -hmm.
1: Well, that's how I feel. That's why Peaky Blinders, I think, is really good. That's why I like Peaky Blinders as well, yeah. And that's where people either love or hate it is the music. Really? Every comment I get, like, my boyfriend doesn't like modern
0: music and
1: Mm. period pieces.
0: See, and that's the way I am with costumes. Yeah. I don't like that. But when it comes to music, I love it.
1: But for me, the music is like, invokes emotion. I don't think Mm -hmm. of it as modern or... And and a lot of times, the modern stuff is a lot easier to understand emotionally.
0: Mm -hmm. The thing, the moment where it like, where I was like, this is a Quentin Tarantino film part, Mm -hmm. um, or turning point where I was like, yep, here it is, was when they introduce Hugo Stiglitz. I have that written down as well. Yep, because it's like, and then then it's like super, yeah, the huge graphic font, I was like, this is so Quentin Tarantino, and I love that about him, he's a weirdo. I, again, I don't like Quentin Tarantino movies. But I
1: love. But there are certain directorial and yes. and creative aspects that are like, that's his style, that's him, and I respect that he's come up with that uh-huh. and, and been influenced. And it's so unique.
0: It's like, when, like, in Schindler's List, could you imagine? Oh my god. Like, bernie. Yeah, I know. Like, what was that guy's name? The bad guy in that movie? Besides Hitler? I can't think of Ralph Fiennes. <laughs> Ralph Fiennes! <laughs> 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 like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then they do, work. like, a cutaway, and it's almost like a, hey, check out how crazy cool this guy is. He's, like, an anti-hero. And it's like, what? Yeah. <laughs> it only works in this movie. Only works here. I agree with And you. I loved any time it was like that, where it was, a, like, weird Western music. Like, yeah. Like, sprinkled throughout, but that's so Quentin Tarantino, and I love and respect him for that. Yeah.
1: I agree. I agree strongly, and I think... Um... I was talking about this with um, somebody recently, where uh, like a huge trend in f- like filmmaking lately is these biopics, and they they mm-hmm. focus so hard on making the main character because it's usually a real person, and it's in regular movies too, not just biopics, where they give the main character like the best writing and the best dialogue, and they really. You know, think through their personality and who they are, and their motivation, and then all the characters around them. While they may be good actors, are just not the best like characters. Yeah, or else. and I feel like this is not a problem in this movie at all. Absolutely. Which is what I really like about it mm-hmm. is every. I mean, it's interesting going from from uh, Brad Pitt's character and then mm-hmm. you go to Michael Fassbender's character.
0: Which
1: yeah. one's he? Um, he's the guy who's pretending to be German. He's in the bar with the. Um, the is he Hugo
0: or is he the no. British guy?
1: He's the British guy. Ah, uh, okay, um, yep. Yeah, he's the British guy. Yeah, gotcha, yeah. gotcha. Because they're in the bar and he's with. Uh, like and he Lady does the Hammer German smirk. three Yeah. Yep. Yep.
0: We'll talk about that in a little bit. Yeah. Um, I have notes on that.
1: And completely different.
0: It doesn't even feel like it's just, it's just the same movie. No. Yeah. All these different parts, like yeah, it is. It's like three different movies going on. But it, like, makes sense. Or two different, I guess. Because it's...
1: I mean, that's... They're woven people. together so well. I mean, not everybody's yeah. living the same story. Right. And y'all are going through the same event, but, like, not the same.
0: But then they all intersect at the end. Yes. That's so cool. Yes. Um. More on that. Well, do you have anything else on music? That's all I had about music. That That's
1: the part that messed me up the most. They the bar all... scene?
0: Yeah. I loved the writing in that. Um mm-hmm. that whole scene is my fave. You because hop to it, writing, then? let's do it. Let's hop into writing. I'm That's there. Me writing. Oh, okay. I was hopping. Oh. <laughs> um <laughs> So pen noises. Pen, pen sounds. <laughs> scritch, scratch scratch scratch. Um that was the ASMR part two. <laughs> scratch. scratch. Um so the writing for the bastards is so Fun. And Mm -hmm. I freaking love it. Um, so, for example, for that bar (coughs) scene... Yeah. Um, the location in the story, the location where they're going to make the rendezvous with the double agent, the bastard, and some guy who's helping them, Mm -hmm. Michael Fassbender's character, Mm -hmm. um, he's English, (coughs) is in... It was chosen by this famous actress who's a double agent. Um... And the bastards show up and they're in um, a building right across the street looking at it. And Lieutenant Aldo Rain goes, Who chose the rendezvous point in a basement? <laughs> and the guy's like, She chose it. She's an actress. She's not a soldier. He goes, Okay, but why is it in a basement? <laughs> and, uh, he's like, I don't know why it's in a basement. Like, it's just, that's just where she chose. It's a bar. He goes, Right, it's a bar. In a basement. <laughs> it's just so funny. Like, it just kills me. And he's like, I don't think there's going to be any trouble. He goes, right, but if there is trouble, you ever fought in a basement before? <laughs> it's just so fun. It's so rich and so great. And kind of going off of what you said, there, everyone that I know that, like, that, that follows this movie and just loves this movie, mm-hmm. a.k.a. like, you and my mom and me, mm-hmm. um, everyone has, like, their favorite character, and, yeah. like, who's your character that you just really like? Oh, man. That's hard. Really? That's hard for me. Well, yeah, um, I'm gonna make you choose.
1: Well, I like... Well, honestly, I gravitate towards Shoshana. Okay. Because in terms... I could see it. In terms of, like, I feel you, girl. Mm-hmm. Um, but... Well, I feel like, how could you not gravitate... Like, I gravitate towards Brad Pitt's character, just like everybody else, I feel Mm -hmm. like, because how could you not? Right. Um, It's so relatable. so good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, But, I don't know. Okay. That's hard. I think... I should have probably considered this earlier, because... That's okay. um, Yeah, I think my, like, official answer is Shoshana... But I like a lot of the, like, bastard characters.
0: Right. For different reasons. Mm-hmm. My favorite, and I don't know why, but, like, I've always gravitated toward Donnie Donowitz, the bear Jew. I was gonna say, you're gonna say the bear Jew, aren't you? Yeah. How'd you know? It just felt like, right.
1: But how? Well, who else were you gonna say? That's it. Exactly.
0: <laughs> like, that's the one. No contest. <laughs> that's, that's the and thing. I don't know, I think it's because he's the dude... Who comes in, is super dramatic, Mm -hmm. and he's like, I want the spotlight, and I'm going to kill this man in front of everyone, because he sucks, and it's going to be awesome. Yeah. And I'm so lit. I'm so lit. (laughs) I don't know, and I just love Eli Roth as an actor as well. I do too. So, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So, you kind of like... Because they flesh out all of these characters, Mm -hmm. even, like, B.J. Novak's character. Mm -hmm. um, I forgot he was in that. I know. And then I see him, and I'm like, oh, hey, Ryan. Yeah, (laughs) literally. And at the end, you know, I have this in writing as well. Uh, The only... There are lots of quotes that stick with me, but just I always just die at the end when... um, When he's scalping the one guy. Yeah. (laughs) And Brad Pitt's like, would you make that deal? And he goes, I'll make that deal. (laughs) He's (laughs) mid-scalping, and then later he refer, Or, Lieutenant Aldo Rain references the guy again. Uh Uh-huh. And at that point, enough time has passed that he rips the scalp off. He goes, yeah, that sounds good to me. (laughs) 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 It's just so fun. Like, they do. They flesh out each character just enough to where you can have your favorites. Um... But Aldo but like, I feel is like great. Yeah. You can
1: find, well, all of the good characters, you right. can find a favorite favorite part or trait of all of them. Yeah. Which and is
0: nice. And I love the dialogue for Aldo because it reminds me a lot of like the writing in Juno. Yeah. Like, isn't that weird? No, I get what you're saying. Where it's like so unique and like there's one way to say something. Like, I, we're gonna kill bad guys. But instead, he goes on this huge spiel about scalping Nazis, and it's like, and I will get my (laughs) scalps, and it's like, what? It's
1: just like, it's, it's like you're watching somebody's, like, personal inside joke, or, like, inside, uh, like, communication, like... People communicate with their each friend differently. Yeah, like some friends have like certain inside jokes, or like me and my friend Victoria, or me and you do memes. You know, we mm-hmm. talk memes a lot. Right. So it's like it's like walking on somebody's conversation. or or like how Gilmore Girls, like they have their own like language, almost. Sure. Like the mom and the daughter, or whatever. Was, mm-hmm. I can feel from your vibes you've not seen that.
0: Yep, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> I know um, there's coffee.
1: But they talk fast. There's a and coffee shop They make references only. They know. Oh, and okay. Like, it's as if he Pitt's character is like, I don't care if you don't know me. You're going to understand what I'm saying, and you're going to figure out if you don't. Right. And it's funny. hmm But it's just... It and all of is. them just kind of join in. They're like, yep. Yeah. <laughs> it makes sense to me. I'm here. I love it. Um, so I love, the, I love that opening, though, when he's talking about the scalps or whatever um, mm-hmm. because he so the, for me I'm gonna push into cinematography good yeah,
0: because I wanted to come back to it
1: um, there um, well I guess I guess you could say editing for this but regardless it doesn't matter the juxtaposition of the him saying I, I will get my 100 Nazi scalps mm-hmm. and then Hitler, Sebastian he goes Hitler. nine nine nine
0: nine nine. Yeah, literally, <laughs> I
1: was like, "It's just an abrupt transition, but seamless." Yeah, it was
0: like perfect. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, that I thought was really good, and then uh, or just after that, because he's telling yeah. the survivors telling the story. That's how we meet yeah. the bastards. Yeah. Um, the Nazi soldier that yeah. survived the raid from the bastards, and he's like. Um, and they're gonna ask you, how, why you, because Hitler goes, well, why you, why'd they let you go, and then it switches back to, um, Brad Pitt's character, and he goes, and they're gonna ask you, why you, why you so special, and you're gonna say, we just let you go, there was a raid, and we let you go. Um... And that's what he says. And he's and Brad Pitt's like, and then you're gonna go back to all your people, and I want you to tell them what happened here. And then Hitler's like, don't you say a word Mm. of what happened. Uh (laughs) It's just funny, like the back and forth. But they aren't even like in the same location. No. But their conversation, it's almost like they're talking to each other. Yeah. I'm glad you pointed that out because I forgot to write it down. And
1: I find that's, I think he uses that. Quentin Tarantino uses that, uses that tactic. I have only really seen it there that I can remember Right. Um, strongly through his movies, um, which I think is really cool just because it's it's sometimes how I wish life was like. Because I I forget, like, what I'm telling. I'm really bad at quoting things and, like, mm-hmm. retelling things. And so right. it's almost like I wish I was able to, like, just... Just split it in. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but some other... Uh, more so cinematography things. Um, there's one because like honestly, you could find something good
0: about like every shot. I agree. You could. I had a lot of notes for cinematography for this one. Yeah,
1: I just had. And one. I usually don't. I picked one. <laughs>
0: I was like, you know, because
1: I was watching it. And you see it so many times, and I was like, it's know. like I could go
0: on and on and on.
1: Exactly. All day. So I was like, I'll pick one, um, and I was hoping you would have a lot to say anyway. <laughs> so the part with. Um, <laughs> Brad Pitt, this is before the bear Jew Kills uh-huh. that guy um, The soldier, Nazi, the Nazi um, the And he Is like down, sitting on the ground On his <laughs> knees or whatever And he's, it's cool because you get a shot Of like almost a bird's eye Of looking down on him Which is like a power shot mm-hmm. Which makes him look weak But his dialogue and like The essence of like the, sh- the scene Before mm-hmm. and during Shows that he has all
0: the power Right. So it's but like, he's like in a physically compromising position. Yes. Oh, okay. I yeah. never
1: thought of that, which I found really interesting to shoot that way. And he's like, he's like, sit down here with me. <laughs> yeah. He's like, come on, take a seat. <laughs> <laughs> so that I I think of all the shots, and there was a lot of shots that I found like really pretty and really uh, nice to look at. But it was more so like, what did he do that I one don't see do or. You don't see it done often. <laughs> I don't see it done thank you. Done of often, and or ever, and how does it break
0: the rules? Right, because Quentin yeah. Tarantino is all about that. Yeah. Um, one thing that I saw over and over, um, I love how he has these long, continuous... And you're going to be so proud of me, mm-hmm. as the layman noticing these things. <laughs> I'm getting better at it, I swear. But well, the, does it go? the camera did these long pans where people were in a circle talking. Mm -hmm. So, like, it happened in the bar. It happened during the milk scene. It happened, um, that's all I can think of. So, (laughs) the camera would swing behind everyone, so then you gotta look at everyone's face. But the table wasn't... People were not sitting at the table, so then the camera could just be shooting at them. Almost like what I always think of as, like, The Last Supper. Yeah, Where it's, like, table for 16, but we're all gonna sit on the same side. Yeah. So <laughs> it's like the longest ter- <clears throat> table in eternity. <laughs> yeah. But, but, um, now it's set, the people are set up like real people sitting in a circle at a table. Uh-huh. The camera's moving so that then it's shooting, beh- like, through. Over the, the little shots? the little windows. Yeah. L- wait, you said what? Over the shoulder shots. Thank you. This is the term. So they're <laughs> over the shoulder shots. So that you can see the person across from them. Yeah. And their reaction. Yeah. And so in the bar, this happened, where it went around, and so you could see everyone at the table. Yeah. Um, it happened in the milk scene. It panned around, Hans Landa and um, the milk, the dairy farmer, and then it panned down, from one room. To another, mm-hmm. and then you could see all the people underneath mm-hmm. the floorboards. Mm-hmm. And then the next shot was the camera was pointed directly through the floorboard so you mm-hmm. could see their eyes, mm-hmm. and then it raised back up to show the yeah. people at the table again. Yeah. That was so cool. There were these long, continuous shots. It was really yeah. cool. Like one camera? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, and it
1: feels like. You're in the eyes of somebody there. Right. Which is what I really like about it. Mm
0: hmm. Um, and, oh, sorry, you, did you have another note? Yeah. Sweet, I'm mean, gonna keep going. Um, it also happened where there were the bird's eye shots of mm-hmm. following people from room to room. Yeah. So, like, um, the montage of Shoshana um, getting ready for the premiere. Yeah. She went from the projection booth. To a different room, and it followed above the doors and Mm -hmm. like above the door frames, and it was shooting downward. It was really cool. Oh, wow. Uh I've only seen that in a couple different films, but I really like when that happens. I love
1: that too. It kind of makes me feel like I'm playing The Sims.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, They do that in New Moon. The, movie, the Twilight movie? Yeah. It did. I remember it. Yeah. Because I was like. Yeah.
1: And then the car, she gets in the car, she's gonna go see Jacob, and then Edward's like, <laughs> takes something out of her car so the car doesn't work, and
0: she's like, Edward! <laughs> did you do that? Edward! Did I do that? <laughs> um. How could you say something so controversial yet so true? <laughs> um. <laughs> yeah. I acknowledge that's the second time I brought up Twilight this weekend. This weekend? Mm hmm. Excellent. Um. I also like the close-up shots. This is very Quentin Tarantino. Like, it just reminds me of Django so Mm -hmm. much. I love that movie. It's such a good movie. Um, Where people are getting dressed or whatever, and... So, like, I have close-up of unbuckling. I don't know what that is, but I think it was unbuckling pants. Yeah. And it just shows their hands unbuckling, and then... Maybe just the hands, putting on a hat. I love yeah, that. Yeah, extreme Instead close-ups. Of, yeah, extreme close-ups. Thank you. Uh, last but not least, I have always admired this shot um, and the choices that were made in order to set it up. So when the fire is burning in the theater, mm. um, the projection is still going of the movie, the mm-hmm. homemade movie, mm-hmm. um, which is not as sexual as it sounds. Mm-hmm. Um, but... The smoke is creating almost like a second screen uh-huh. in front of the screen because the screen's gone, my friend. Um, and she, Shoshana, in the film is laughing like maniacally. Yeah. But because the smoke is so thick, you can see her face on the smoke, mm-hmm. and it looks like some sort of like a devil, demon, yeah. ha ha ha. Yeah. And all I wrote out was smoke face. Like what's that Disney
1: um, villain that does the smoke? So, like, Maleficent or... Like, maleficent,
0: yeah. yeah. It was very yeah. Maleficenty. Yeah. Scary. Uh, yeah. It was very scary. <laughs> Honestly? If I was dying, or, like, if I was about to die and I turned around and saw that, I'd poop my pants. I mean, same. I'd evacuate my mouths.
1: <laughs> I'd be like, yeah, I knew ghosts existed. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I've been telling y'all! <laughs> <laughs> Where y'all been? <laughs> um, There's a ghost right there! <laughs> She did, but that scene that you mentioned with the floorboards and I, the and you scene? see them, yeah, under the yeah. floorboards. I every time I watch this movie, I'm like waiting for that scene. I'm like waiting for the shower you go under and you see them, and, and you're it's just like, like <sighs> yeah, you hold your breath a little bit, and you're like,
0: <sighs> at that point, it's like it's on. Yeah, the gas pedal has been pushed down to yep. the floorboard, and no brakes. Baby, we're going right. We're going. We're uh, going. And then when Shoshana. Is running through the field, and she's just covered in blood. Yep. Oh my god. Yeah, her face that she makes, and that always gets me. Me too, because she's like sobbing. Yeah. But she's just running so damn hard. Yeah. Ugh. That's rough. Um, kind of smooshing into editing. Uh-huh. Um, the cutaways. Yeah. yeah. I always think of Hugo Stieglitz, where it cuts to him because he killed... He was um, a German enlisted soldier, Uh and he killed 13 Nazis. Yeah. And so they cut away to tell this huge story about him, Uh and I love, like, those cutaways. Or, like, when... um, when she meets, when Shoshana is whisked away to the dinner where the oh, I hated that Frederick Zoller. Oh, thanks, that's another. Thanks scary for accepting
1: my invitation. There was no invitation. She was kidnapped. Um. Yeah. So and the guy and you could tell that the guy that took her was just like kind of laughing about it. He, was, he was like, like oh. he was like, oh, I should have introduced myself, and I'm oh. like, you didn't because you
0: kidnapped her. Right. So he's like, get in the car, and uh, she shows up. And everything's hunky-dory. She's like, Ugh, this sucks. Um, <laughs> and then Frederick Zoller is introducing her to everyone, and he's like, and this is his until-recently um, interpreter. Then they all get up to leave, and Shoshana feels like a hand on her shoulder that pushes yes. her back down. Yes. And it's the freaking dude, the scary guy. Yeah. And what does he order her? Milk. A big glass of milk. I still don't know. He's nasty. If he knows. I
1: I don't think he knows. Honestly, I just think that
0: was that a ploy to get us as the audience like freaked out?
1: I think so. I just to think put he, us back I into think that same milk. situation. Yeah.
0: You just think he's <laughs> just a dairy for that? Yeah. You <laughs> think he
1: always orders milk? He's one of those weird dudes who's like, "I'm gonna have my six glasses of milk a day. Who needs water
0: when you got milk? Oh, like, my bones are good. <laughs> champagne, champagne. Champagne, uh, and then I'll have the milk <laughs> white milk please. oh, it's my birthday chocolate milk. <laughs> you just you love this milk um hot take of the year, Colonel Hodslanda has the strongest bones side of the <laughs> Mississippi. <laughs> he loves the milk. <laughs> I also had never considered that, let's be honest.
1: Yeah. I truly do Well, honestly, like, well, because I think about it, and I'm like, is this, you know, as a person, and as, like, a storyteller, I separate the two, and I'm like, okay, do I want to hint at the audience? Is this hinting at the audience, like, he knows? Or is this, like, you know, I'm always suspicious of that. Even in real life, I'm like, they know something that I don't want them to know, or... Right, um, you know, like some secret or whatever, and but really, they don't, they're it's, acting the same. It's
0: you that's paranoid, <laughs> you're the weirdo. Yeah, <laughs> it's almost like when you think, Oh my goodness, um, that person thinks or that person is making fun of me all the time, yeah, and then you round the corner and they're all laughing at you, yeah, or they're all laughing and you're yeah. like, It's at me, yeah, no, one of them farted and yeah. it's hilarious, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs>
1: maybe dude just likes milk. Yeah, literally. It's like, that's just his personality. Milky boy. Yeah. I don't know. It's his way of something, but getting calcium. That's how, <laughs> that's <laughs> how
0: I interpreted that. Okay. Um. Do you want to talk about some costumes?
1: Oh, yeah. So, um. Costumes. First of all, not a lot to say about the military costumes except I remembered a fun fact about um certain haircuts oh. in the hats. Because Brad Pitt's hat is yes. tilted. Okay. And he gets his hair like cut on the line like the um almost like it's popular like right now. Yeah, no, I'm just saying like that's mm-hmm. where you know where to put your hat. Really? Yeah. Like I'm pretty sure that's why that's a thing. Huh. And you guys, you know, this is just a fun fact that I've like learned from life, and I don't know if it's actually true, but I feel like somebody told me one time that—that's why the line was there. That's where they put the yeah. yeah. How to put your hat? It, well, it helps just keep your hat up in general oh, too. That's true. If it like yeah. nestles
0: in there. Yeah. If it's like hee hee. Yeah. This is my home. Yeah,
1: literally. <laughs> um, because like a groove or whatever. But
0: <clears throat> interesting. <clears throat> I like his hat, Brad Pitt's hat, for some reason. I did too. Yeah. Um, I like the way he wears it. Exactly. Okay, so besides military costuming, what did you think of the general public's costuming? Um, I really liked Shoshana's outfits. Me too. I uh, loved them. I liked that how... That red dress in the end was... Yeah,
1: and I liked um, all the like, pants and stuff, how mm-hmm. wide they were, because they were just starting to introduce pants heavily, um,
0: the mid-40s, into the 40s. You know the black jumpsuit that she wears with the wide legs. Uh-huh. It reminds me of my green one. Yeah, it does. <laughs> she saw she or I saw her standing there, and I was like, "Pants, pants, sisters, Pant sisters." Uh huh. Um,
1: I loved hers. Um, I loved that they didn't do, like, make her. She didn't wear tons of makeup, and she was very much like what I would consider like
0: sixties uh, folk. Okay, yeah, you're right. Yeah. With the way that she did her hair and her face yeah. and stuff Exactly. Yeah, that's interesting. She was so ahead of her time.
1: Yeah. <laughs> um. <laughs> um but I liked the actress. Hammersmark. Mark. Her oh art, like, yes. Just oh, her goodness. lipstick even was like awesome when she was like signing the autograph for that soul term. And or whatever. she from
0: Maximilian. Yeah. Um I really liked, and they drew so much emphasis to it that I wouldn't have noticed otherwise. But mm-hmm. I love how the the contrast between the night in the bar, the shoe that she was wearing that Colonel Landa ended up finding, mm-hmm. and then like confronting her with yeah. versus the next night when she was wearing the the silver shoes.
1: Yeah,
0: I remember what unbuckle meant. Yeah. When he was unbuckling her shoe, not her, not a belt, Um, but he, but those, just those two different shoes, they were so representative of like, yeah, yeah, people would dress like that, Um, and then like when he put the shoe back on her and it went, yeah, like cupped onto her foot. I don't know why, but that's like so sad. I know, I feel. I was like, it's like Cinderella, but then she dies. Yeah.
1: um, say? I actually really liked the outfits that Joseph Goebbels, uh, his he was the head of wife or whatever. I don't know who he is. Oh, his lady. Um, her, her outfits are so dramatic and so. Like With the dead animal on her yeah. head when they first introduced her, I was it's like, like what? "So In funny!" That's exactly what I
0: was thinking. It was just so funny. <laughs> it does. It kills me. Yeah, I'm trying to think what other outfits there were. I think that's it. I
1: think that's it. Um, the only, like, other thing that I kind of want to talk about is how I really like that Quentin seems to be doing this where he uh, had them speaking in their own languages that they're supposed to based on their character's Uh nationality. I liked that, too. I love that, and I'm like, uh... And I find it also interesting, I have a question, which I wasn't quite sure, I don't think it ever got answered. So, is she, Shoshana, she's Jewish, obviously. Correct. Is she from, do you know where she's from? France. So, she speaks French, okay. Because
0: mm-hmm.
1: I was thinking about it, because I'm like, is she pretending to not know German? No, she's French. Does she know German? Yeah. yeah. Okay. She
0: was, her family was one of the six families in the area that were French dairy farmers. Gotcha. She's a milk lady herself.
1: No, I, Yeah, that's right. She loves milk. And so does... Colonel Landa? Yep. Um, yep. But I I just found it interesting that um, they had to, like, get an interpreter. Or, like, his Joseph Goebbels' wife was, like... Or well, was whatever his, she is. Her mistress. Or his mistress. Yeah, sorry. It was interpreting for her. Because um, she was... Can, to understand his German, she couldn't. He couldn't understand mm-hmm. his French. Like, yeah, there was friend. a constant interpreter yeah, there, which is like
0: very, like, like, real.
1: Mhm. That's very that.
0: true. I didn't think about that. Sorry, I'm looking something up
1: really quick. <laughs> and I just liked Brad Pitt's representation of Southern American. <laughs> right. I was like, yeah, all right,
0: that's America. Got it. Okay, I'm going to get killed if I don't mention this. Okay. You won't, but. You don't know my mother. Oh. This is, like, I our thing. I do, actually. Hi, Mom. <laughs> Please say hello to my Hi, mom. Hi, Wendy. Thank you. Um, <laughs> So, our favorite thing to say to each other, like, we just love, like, quoting this movie because there's so many one-liners that oh, you yeah. can just, like, rip. Um, But one of them, she'll. <laughs> I don't know why this is so funny, but when the three guys get killed in the basement, they're now out of all of their German-speaking bastards. Yeah. So, she's like, do any of you speak German? And they're like, I speak a little Italian. And (laughs) so, Lieutenant Rain quote-unquote speaks Italian. So does Eli Roth's character. And then they just get this other guy. And he's like, um, and then... He'll go with us. He'll be the sound guy. He goes, what? I don't speak Italian. And they're like, and he goes, "Uh, that's why you're the third worst. (laughs) That's why you're the third best. (laughs) (laughs) And then um, they show up, and it turns out that it's the reverse of how the accent that they use Uh to say their names. It's the reverse. So Omar, um, who's the third guy, who's like, I don't speak Italian. He says his name beautifully. Yeah. is dominici da oh. <laughs> and uh the bad guy has no problem with that he's like awesome but then aldo and um donnie <laughs> he goes um oh shoot what was his name oh gorlami <laughs> he's like say it again say it he's like Gorlami. And he just keeps saying it oh with his thick Tennessee accent. Oh and then he moves on to Donnie and he's like, and your name? And I don't remember his name and I'm gonna be so mad, but I always say Gorlami. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then and then he's like, <laughs> Like he literally is like a spicy a ball <laughs> And then the one guy he's like He's like, ah, beautiful. <laughs> it's just so funny. The worst one. Is, yep. Does it beautifully. And then they all leave and um or er, he leaves uh and <laughs> Brad Pitt goes, Ariba <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why, it's just so funny. The worst So my mom ever. and yes, my mom and I are always like, Ariba Derchi. Ariba <laughs> <Arriba-darch. laughs> Uh me <"Gorlami." laughs> yep. Oh my gosh. It's so funny. Okay. That's such a good part. It is such a good part. Um, do you have any other final notes? I've got a couple here. Um I think that I asked all my questions I had. Whoa.
1: Whoa. Whoa. What are your final thoughts?
0: Okay. Going back to music for just a moment. Um mm-hmm. I love that there's a David Bowie song in here. Yeah. It was wonderful. Yeah. I wrote that. Um, my very final note of this, um, before we get into our rating, is I like to think that Shoshana, mm-hmm. um, being such a film person herself, would listen to this podcast. And then I thought, that's not true at all. She would not be into this, and I'm sorry. Why? I don't know. I feel like um, she's so serious and so into films mean something different for her.
1: Well, I, I don't necessarily I think that's fair because we're shown the side mostly of her with Germans. Um, that's true. Because Where with, she's
0: like in defense mode and she's in survival mode a lot. Yeah,
1: and when she talks to that guy that works with her. That's true. She's a lot more lighthearted. She's a lot different. So I don't think... And it's so she, I'm sure she, she loves should. the
0: books that she reads and maybe she the cigarettes that
1: she smokes. And,
0: and the fine liquor that she and drinks. Does so she yeah. enjoy the milk? I mean. uh, no, she no. loves milk. That is for sure. If her and Colonel Landa have anything in common, it's their love of bovine secretions. <laughs> you feel good? You feel good looking me in the eye and saying that? Bovine secretions. Nasty. I got that from the movie Home.
1: Just as a thought. Trash. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I'm gonna just leave now. <laughs> bovine secretion. <laughs> Any other final notes or is that? I, I, I'm cool with ending my thoughts on the words bovine secretion. Alright.
1: So, now that we've talked about our six categories, we're gonna head into our rating system for our final episode of season one. So, we're gonna rate
0: this movie. Rate this movie. And then. We're gonna rate it. Rate this movie. We're gonna rate it. <laughs>
1: And then Ooh, we're going to um, say which movie of this season was our favorite. <gasps> okay. I don't know what yours is going to be. I think you're going to be shocked by mine. Okay. We need to go over the rating system. So we've got. Oh, okay. Um, Hit me with it. Where you should watch it, um, and whether or not you should watch it. Right. Um, in a theater? Ooh. Should you buy it? Uh huh. Should you rent it? ching. Should you. Um,
0: not, bother. not
1: even bother, or was it irresponsible watching to even consider putting it on your Netflix <gasps> queue? Oh! Not even watching it, just like putting it on your queue, thinking about watching it. How dare you? Is that irresponsible of you? It might be. We'll find out. Let's find out. Um, do you want to go ahead and start for this? Because I have not decided mine.
0: <laughs> I'm going to buy it. You're gonna buy it because I bought it. <laughs> <laughs> and Lila looks at me because we were trying to call around and find it to rent. I was truly surprised I didn't own this movie. Yeah. Um, because it is yeah. such well, it was a on Netflix for a long time. It was, and I was betrayed. I was I also
1: betrayed because I looked and was like, oh, all
0: right, my memory is good, but apparently my I'm Netflix not up to date. Yeah. <laughs> Just as a thought, trash. <laughs> um, so I bought it for seven ninety nine, double disc. Um, special features are on the Ooh. second disc, and any movie that I want, that I truly want to sit down and watch all the special features for, yeah, is great. And I also love that this movie is not accurate at all. It's not historically accurate. Mm-hmm. I love that. I don't know why. It just makes it so much sillier. Yeah. And I'm okay with like I, making jokes about it then. Yeah, I
1: feel like it allows for the room of not only art like artistic creation, but uh, humor and like. I think it allows you the um, like the writers and Quentin Tarantino to make it like their own jam. like so real. And not to say that other World War Two films aren't real; they are. We know mm-hmm. we've talked about it. Uh-huh. Uh, Cue you back to Shin thank you. Hello, um, but it's just because you're allowed to flesh out these characters. Because the they
0: weren't real people. Yeah. Which is so great.
1: Yeah. And the way that you need to, and, and you can use the storyline that, that isn't real to adjust um, your characters to make them as good as possible. Mm-hmm. So, I would probably also buy it.
0: Heck yeah.
1: Because I would... You did not disappoint. I want to show people this movie. Me too, yeah. Yeah, because it's one of those things where... Even
0: if it's just for the milk scene.
1: uh, Yeah. I'm down. I'll do the milk scene and then the Brad Pitt like monologue. Yeah, so like chapters one and like the beginning of chapter two. Yeah. And I'll do that and that's like...
0: And then if people are still interested in it, heck yeah, I'll keep watching it. But if you're not, it's like okay, now I can talk to you about the scariest thing and the coolest thing of all time. Yeah, literally. Yep. And...
1: And I think it's just like a really unique take, and it's entertaining, and I think it's got something for everybody and a
0: character for everybody. I okay, agree. So I children included. It's a whole family film. When Donny Donowitz just has that pure hate on his face, and it's slow motion him shooting the face off of Hitler. Anyone can enjoy that. <laughs> <laughs> he goes. <laughs> 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 I just kept thinking <laughs> about. <laughs>
1: The scalping, like I don't want my children to see scalping. You don't. If I've had, if I had children, doing? which I don't, so I guess I can't really say.
0: Yeah. So how dare you? How dare
1: I? On this day, <laughs> uh, my birthday. <laughs> how, how dare birthday? you bring me 100 scalps on my birthday as a birthday gift for my birthday on my birthday? birthday bring me a gift, birthday, gift. birthday
0: gift on my birthday. And my birthday party and my birthday suit. Oh,
1: oh definitely in close. Oh. Um. So we need to go over. Um, which is our favorite movie from, um, all eight episodes, uh, of season one. Um, Now,
0: Brie, could you please remind myself and the audience of what movies we watched and discussed in season one of Watch Responsibly, featuring World War II films? I absolutely can. Thank Thank you. you. (laughs) (laughs) So, episode one was Casablanca. Here's looking at you, kid. That was from Casablanca. (laughs) Episode two was (laughs) Saving Private Ryan. There were no good quotes in that one.
1: Um, Episode, which isn't true, but none of them are funny. Episode (laughs) three was Dunkirk. Again, no dialogue there. I'm not putting in any more quotes. I feel, I'm nervous. (laughs) Episode four was Best Years of Our Lives. Episode five was Schindler's
0: List. He who saves one life saves the world entire. Episode six was The Pianist. Epis- I'm just cold.
1: Episode seven is Life is Beautiful. It's Good morning, princess. Forgettable film. Um, <laughs> <laughs> How dare you. Truly. <laughs> I've already forgotten. Um, episode eight, which is the one you're on, huh? currently in Glorious the Bastards. So.
0: I will get me my scalps.
1: I want 100 nicer scalps. Yes, okay. sir. <laughs> so, Alyssa, I pose a question to you. Of all eight films that we've watched and discussed, which uh, is your favorite and it doesn't need to be on the scale of anything. I'm
0: going to come up with my own. Um, yeah. Which is so, what exactly what I wanted. Thank you. <laughs> I'm going to take this in two different directions. Cool, cool. Um, So, my personal favorite, my, because so many of these movies I've never seen before. Yeah. So, I'm going to do my favorite movie that I've already seen, and my favorite new movie. Okay, so we're going to cop out, y'all. What? (laughs) No. It's two separate
1: categories.
0: I said pick one of eight, not two of eight. No. Um, because they're not the same. It's like, what's your favorite song right now? Well what Right, I didn't ask
1: you what your I asked you what your favorite movie of season one was. Which one you enjoyed the most, not I no, I want you to do two, it's fine. But
0: I you can do two. But I feel like I'm going I feel like I'm It's not fair to your old favourites. Thank you. Yeah, that's what not I'm true. saying. No, go ahead. Then it's not fair. Um So don't go. With you. Um so of the old favorites, I'm gonna stand by Glorious bastards. I figured. I know. <laughs> I was trying not to be predictable.
1: Well, but... I, you could have stitched in those list, and it would have been I more could've. predictable, but yeah. I
0: think that that one's. I can watch that one more often. Yeah. That's different. Yeah. Um, but of the new ones, um, a second runner up, surprisingly, is Casablanca. Oh, really? I really, really liked that one. And. It kind of primed me to watch the other ones I had never seen before because I was so pleasantly surprised by it. Oh, God. Okay. But of the list, I would say The Pianist this is your number one for the ones you haven't seen. Yep. And I would even say that I might like that one more than Inglorious Bastards. Mm-hmm. It's shorter. Um, I love movies that can give me a good cry. Yeah. And I can see this being a movie that I might sit down and be like, you know what? I really want to think, and but I want a movie that is visually amazing. Yes. So I'm just going to watch The Pianist. You know what? That's amazing. Thank you. I like your pick. Thank you. Plus, I saw that random The Pianist meme. The one penis meme that exists. It's come around on several different meme groups that I'm on, though. It's just that. I love that. That one, I'm like, you guys stop. You guys stop. Should right. Like, Shouldn't we be making memes about that? No. Oh, <gasps> <laughs> he's like, I'm cold. That's the saddest part, I'm yeah. pretty sure. Yeah. It makes, when he's made it so far, yeah, and he it, almost dies, yeah. because he's wearing a coat.
1: Yeah.
0: it's freaking cold.
1: It's freaking cold.
0: He's freaking cold.
1: So, Brie? Yes, Alyssa?
0: What is your favorite film from season one of Watch Responsibly with Brie and Alyssa? Casablanca. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> okay! Really? Mm-hmm. I do not think we would agree at all. I don't know why. I thought well, you would say the best years of our
1: lives. I knew that it wasn't going to be uh, your number one, but I knew that you liked it. I did. Um, I figured you'd pick Life is Beautiful. <laughs> First of all, that would be the last pick.
0: Oh, man. I love that movie. <laughs> I think if we had to rank th- this one, yeah. it wouldn't be my last place. No, but. no, but I mean, like, if we could. Let me change my wording. If we yeah. could give, like, you know, like, high school superlatives? Yeah. Like, most polarizing. Yeah. Life is Beautiful. Because yeah. <laughs> like, I freaking loved them. Yeah. <laughs> like,
1: my uh, last place would have been Best Years of Our Real Lives.
0: Really? Yeah. You were so into that movie, though. I thought you were, at least. No. Oh.
1: I um, I had a lot to say. Mm. Um, and... But it wasn't, like... It didn't
0: have that magic yeah,
1: that I want, like the way I get when I watch a movie that makes me feel a certain way and there's...
0: Where you're like roped in and you're like a part of that world for a little bit.
1: Yeah, like it's how I feel when I watch like Julie and Julia or honestly Ratatouille or like, you know... Sure. and Mamma Mia, like it's a world. Yeah. Um, Life is beautiful. Life is beautiful. The best. best. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like I had too many negatives about best years of our lives for that to be...
0: See, and I think that because I had never watched it before, Mm -hmm. um, and I just loved the characters so much, Mm -hmm. that it was a redeeming quality for me. My lowest um, would probably be, what was our second one again? Saving Power Ryan. No. Um, That almost was my lowest. I don't know. That's one that I guess, it's my least favorite of these.
1: Yeah, I think that that one was kind of an outlier, even though I feel like Life is Beautiful should have been the outlier. <laughs> like, I feel like Saving Private Ryan was more of an outlier now that I've come back and seen all of them and then put them together in a group, and I'm like, I would have taken that
0: one out. Now, I almost wonder if that's because we watched so many Holocaust movies, and we watched them all towards the end, so those are so fresh in our mind. I wonder if we had reversed it to where the Holocaust movies were at the front, and then... Just general war movies were in the in the back, and then inglorious Bastards* kept them off. I think I, I wonder if it would have been different. I think I would have disliked saving Private Rand more
1: really I would have been so tired of it, yeah mm mm-hmm. if you were not into that movie mm mm I liked it enough. You just weren't into it. As it's not, yeah, it's not the, my pick of the eight. But I love the action and... I still found, like, really good emotional connection mm-hmm. to the characters, and I found that there was, you know, all together was really good. Um, but, you know, there's a difference between, yeah, I can recognize it's really good, and it's not my cup of tea.
0: That's true. Mm-hmm. I guess I hadn't
1: realized that, yeah.
0: Yeah, and I think that's, again,
1: what people confuse. You think everybody thinks they're a critic. <laughs> really, they just don't. They just stay in their opinion about a movie. Like, well, they think That's it's different. good. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, Casablanca
0: man, that I love Humphrey Bogart. What can I say? I hope that we get to watch more of his movies because I feel like I'm just starting to get to know him. You know what? And it feels like that was so long ago. Yeah, it, it, think about it. It's, you know, a, a week and episode between
1: episodes, and That's we had a week like, off mm-hmm. and nine weeks, but we definitely. Didn't, and then it, I got out like of weeks of prep. Yeah. yeah, that's
0: true. Yeah. Well, here's to you, kid. Casablanca. Thanks. Warming our hearts. <laughs> um,
1: good morning, princess! <laughs> Thanks, everybody, for tuning into season one of Watch Responsibly. And we hope that you tune in for season two, which premieres July 3rd. And... We're super excited. It's gonna be about musicals. Um,
0: Yeah, if you want a little taste of what's going on in season 2, make sure that you listen to the trailer um, where we explain what the heck is going on. Yeah, and watch um, our Facebook page. And don't forget to say hi to us. We're bored. (laughs) (laughs) We want to hear more from you
1: because... We're curious to see what you guys think and uh-huh. want to know what movies
0: you like as yes. well because that helps us right. decide what to talk about. Exactly. And um, watch. So, yeah, hit us up. Watch Responsibly Podcast. That's who we are on Facebook. Um, you can shoot us an email. Watch Responsibly Podcast at gmail.com. Until next time, I'm Bree Lennon. And I'm Alyssa Laughlin. It's been great talking about World War II with you guys. Can't wait to talk about musicals with you. I'm excited to, to completely do a 180 and... Stop
1: watching sad stuff. <laughs> I think we'll have a lot more to say about costumes.
0: Ooh. Um, and music. And music. And I'll get to sing! We already do that. We just edit a lot of it out. Yeah. <laughs> and don't forget, um, during our two-week hiatus to... Um, Watch some movies, you guys. Yeah. That's all we, we want you guys to do
1: is we're here to recommend movies and talk about them and analyze them and we want you to...
0: And make up weird products like the Hot Dog Rat.
1: Yeah. All right. Bye, guys. Thanks for listening.